Welcome to the Old Guy, Young Guy show. It's the young guy here. Old guy over here. What's going on? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just running. I'm just run. I just ran. <laughs> it's a little bit of a Forrest uh, Gump. Forrest Gump in me. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I actually did that for Halloween one year. No kidding. I, I grew out my hair for about a year and, and, and I was going to cut it. In the in the fall, and I just oh you know what I'm gonna wait for Halloween. I did, and I had a huge afro and a beard. I didn't shave my beard, and I look like Forrest Gump when he's running across country. And I had short shorts, a tattered shirt, and a Bubba Gump shrimp hat. Just a basic Sunday attire for you. Yeah, it was money. I'll I'll try to send that picture to you. You'll be shocked how close I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you give Hanks a run for his money. <laughs> See what I did there? Run. Yeah, because <laughs> you it's a running episode. Okay. <laughs> so shall we talk of running? Yeah, let's let's chit chat about running. Yeah, well, I, I was a jock, as you know, as you all were. our listeners know. Yeah, I played three varsity sports. Ah, That's peaked it. in high school. Yeah, it's pretty much all downhill after that. <laughs> yeah. I was still a dork in school, so I went on to college. I have several college degrees. Um, but my first run, so I never ran. I never was like, let me go for a run, because I was always playing sports and I was in shape. Um, so I didn't need to do that. Freshman year in college, though, I was very homesick, uh, wasn't playing sports. I was I was at the University of New Hampshire, very far away from home, and I was just like, I just, I, just, I just go for a run. It's going to get out something. I don't know. So I went for a run. I remember being the first run I ever did, not related to sports. Like, I'm just running, like what people do. And that could be indicative of how, why I run. Yeah. I just run away from my problems. Yeah. <laughs> Physically, uh, emotionally, mentally, I just I run away. So uh, I ran. I remember I ended up by a brook or a stream in the middle of the woods. I was like, where am I? <laughs> But it was very peaceful after I got there, I remember. So it, it, for me, it's always been a, a cathartic experience. I think a lot of people go down that route of it being like some form of like, I don't know, get therapy. away from everything, therapy, clear yeah. your mind. Uh, I'll tell you a little ditty. So I used to hate running. I even ran cross country and I absolutely hated it. Oh, boy. I hated it. But I just yeah. I wanted to do an activity. Uh, that wasn't music related. And I was like, you know, running seems pretty like I could shut my brain off. I just wasn't very good at it. Uh, but I went for, I remember I got into fitness. Like I tried to my freshman year of high school and I went for yeah. a run during the summer with ankle weights on. I don't know why oh, they were sand. They were like sand ankle weights, like these Nike ankle weights. They weighed like yeah. two pounds each. They weren't even that heavy, but I tell you what, at like 10 minutes into my run, I was like, this was a horrible, <laughs> yeah. horrible idea. My chicken legs are like collapsing under me and I'm running and I'm running. And then all of a sudden the skies open up. So it's pouring rain. And not only am I getting drenched, but these sand ankle weights are now way heavier than two pounds. <laughs> so I'm jogging, I'm jogging. My my friend's cute sister drove by in her car. She pointed at me and laughed and then <laughs> drove away i finally ma i make it home i tear the ankle weights off i go for a victory lap around around the block and then my neighbor uh she was a girl and her this other cute girl who we went to school with was there and they just 
both were standing on the edge of their driveway. They looked at me, pointed and laughed, and went back <laughs> inside. So the moral of the story is like... <laughs> Uh, all right. First of all, wh- why did you decide to put the ankle weights on? Like, what was your thinking? Like, I said, I'm going to go for Ronnie and Sheep. Let me put this on. Like, what well, was your thought process? Fourteen year old Chris. Fourteen year old Chris was like, I need to get my bang for my buck. <laughs> and I think I read it in like a men's. I used to read like Men's Health and Men like Muscle and Fitness magazine when I was super scrawny because okay. I was like, oh well, I'll do what they do. And this one dude ran with ankle weights. So I was like, ah, I guess. I guess that's a good base to start with. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible idea. And then this is my other question. After it started raining, why don't you just say, okay, let me take them off and just sort of walk Princi- home or principle. like hold them in my hands. Principle. Oh, just be like, I started this. I'm finishing it. Yeah, I, I'm that way about everything. So, stubborn. Yeah, yeah, super stubborn. Um, I don't know. But now, now I do a lot of running. Um, a lot of trail running and stuff of that nature. So you started off running in college. Why did you stick with it? Well, it's interesting what happened. So the evolution of it was sort of like I did it as an outlet because I wasn't playing sports. Then I kind of transferred schools and started playing soccer in college. So I was running a lot and had no need to run and stopped running for many years uh, and then I graduated, and my college girlfriend was still in school, and she was on the cross country team. So I was kind of like back into it in that respect. And I was done college, no more sports. I needed something to fill the gap, and I just decided to run a marathon. I was like, I'm going to run a marathon. Well, and I, I trained in the Bronx. I was and I was 24, so I was much younger. I was training all over the Bronx, uh, Central Park, the city, uh, up in Riverdale where I was living, and. Uh, Dude, I just got it done, man. I ran and I was training to get this for the London Marathon. What? And I ran the London Marathon. It's my first race I like ever did. Wait, wait, wait. You ran the London Marathon? Yeah. yeah. How how random is that? So it was like Leukemia Society. I raised money, and it like I think I ran London. I, this is the reason why my my college roommate was from Ireland, and he was still living in New York City. And he was like, "Oh, let's train for it, and then we'll go back, and then you know maybe we'll go to Ireland too." Uh, he dropped out, never trained for the race. And I kind of was like, well, uh, I'm going to do it. I went to London by myself, did not know anyone and ran the London marathon. It's pretty cool. How long did it take you to finish? Three hours and 36 minutes. Hey, that's a good time. It was a pretty good time. And then I did New York city that following April. So that was in November, November. It was no, I'm sorry. London was in April, and New York City's always in November. So I was like, ah, I don't have to train. New York City, it's fine. It's so much harder. New York yeah. City, the bridges, the it's just so much harder. And I finished like 3.57 or something, like hey, so much still under faster. four hours. I know. So I did. So my goal really going forward here is that I want to run a marathon after 40. Okay. So I'm, 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 I'm above 40, but I've been doing half marathons now. So I'm kind of a half marathon guy. That's my go-to event. Now I did one two weeks ago. Like it's what just was your time. Easy... What was your time? <sighs> the worst time I ever had. Was it under two I hours? I didn't train <sighs> one fifty-eight. That's it's really not, that's not bad, man. It's not, but if someone who sort of runs, it's not good. Oh, like yeah. I did, I did one in one thirty nine or something that was my best one so 
I had some trouble. It's a very hilly run, and it's you're not going to get a good time for this race anyway. But I didn't really try. I jumped into it with like two, three weeks ago. I was like, I'm going, I'm going to do it, and I hadn't trained at all. Uh, I'm making excuses, but yeah, I, I just are. I find running very uh, soothing now to get away from all the children. I have. The job, the I find family. it. I find it pretty meditative too. I like it. So check this out. Uh, there's a book, there's a whole book about it, but I can't remember the name of the book. We'll, we'll get it later. Susan, we've rehired Susan. She'll do a little check work for us, but there is a group of monks and what they do is, first of all, they eat like a vegetarian diet, but usually are fasting. They will run a marathon a day. They will like, they will run a marathon a day for like this whole time. Uh, I think it's like a couple of years and okay. then, God. yeah. And then they'll have their like broth, right. And that'll be their meal. And then when they get towards the end of their life or yeah. as they get closer to enlightenment, they will start to do these runs and they will eat the bark of a tree, like this specific type of tree. They'll start to eat it. They'll eat like a piece as they run and that's what they'll snack on. But what that bark starts to do is it like slowly breaks down their body. So eventually they like run and then when they're done with their last marathon, they, you know, they move on. They pass away. Um, I, I would not do that. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It says complete or they die. They either complete it or they die. Yeah. Or they just die afterwards. Yeah. But I've been, um, I, I've been thinking a lot about this. You, you ever hear of Scott Jurek? That's the one book I read on ultra marathoning. Actually, so I really enjoyed his book. The opening is he's running and he called like a pizza guy to deliver. He's doing like a hundred miles. Yeah. And he, the pizza guy delivers the pizza. He's like, he's like, what's your address? He's like, uh, like Route Thirty Five. The guy's like, what? He goes, just drive west on Route Thirty Five. Yeah. And, and the guy gives him a full pizza and yeah. he eats it on the run. He doesn't he, stop running. He's done a death. He did the. He's won and set course records on the Death Valley ultra marathon where the temperature yes. reaches like 130 degrees yeah um, there's a name for that it's like the bad the bad land, bad, uh, bad, bad water bad water sorry yeah um yeah man i want to do i want to do a trail marathon or a trail half marathon not an ultra because my my joints would explode you ultras know? are for like you know just well in ultras former drug addicts yes because they replace their addiction yes with running One for the other but so in this book by Scott Jurek, um, he also talks about like the side effects of running ultra marathons, which so I don't know. That's what was that? So the side effects are basically like they go to the if you were to go to the doctor after running a hundred mile race, <clears throat> yeah, you would show signs as if you've had a heart attack. Like your body <laughs> reacts like has an adverse effect because too much yeah. of anything is no good. You know, so like your joints inflame, your heart, your heart gets like, uh, like it's it's very common for the heart to enlarge a little bit. This is ultras, though. This is not regular. Yeah, is no, marathons no, too. no. This is ultras, but even even marathoners, if you were to go to the hospital and get blood work done and everything, it would it would show like elevated levels towards like a heart attack because your oh. body's reacting stress. to the stress that's been put upon it. Yeah. I ran a half marathon once and I thought I was going to die. Um, I didn't train at all for it. I ran – the most training I did was uh, I ran the loops of the park like two weeks before. 
But I was well. The loop is like six in the city. Yeah, if so you I do ran the it. Out. I ran it twice, like I per That's training 12. thing. That's good. Yeah. yeah, but it was just like, oh man, I bad mistake. <laughs> let's uh, let's do a little current event. Yeah, so we want to have our thread here. So you see this guy, this jackass. <laughs> I think he's a jackass. He he basically is running a marathon backwards. No, I so. I, I yeah, I agree what? with you. I'm impressed. And both annoyed by this. Yeah. You know, it's just stupid. I couldn't, I couldn't do this. Like, I couldn't do that. I told totally- Most people can't do it forward, which is fine. It's a feat in itself. It's like, really? You're going to do it backwards? That's, that's what you're doing? It's like a cry for attention. I yeah, think. I guess. What are, your, <laughs> what are your thoughts on speed walking? Now, it is an Olympic uh, event. Yeah. Can you do it? No, it also angers me. But could you do I, it? <laughs> yeah, of course. Anyone can speed walk. It's just like if you're going to exert that much kind of – just run. You know, <laughs> just, if you're going to speed walk, just run, please. But it's just you're in this weird in-between. Like some people speed walk faster than people jog. Yeah. Which is crazy, right? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I just uh, – as I've gotten older, walking is more acceptable because I've been – my baby in the stroller and that's like, I'll go for walks. It's good. But in general walking, I was not a big fan of, um, but as you get older, I kind of am. <laughs> I enjoy long walks on the beach. With nah. white no, I, I don't really <laughs> like walking on the beach cause it's slanted and I get annoyed. Yes. Cause it's like an equilibrium thing. Like OCD. Like I can't, yeah, get, no, but you're I going can't. there and back. So you can just eat ah, it. No, back. no, something's wrong. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But I do like, I do like long walks. Um, look, I, I'm just now I'm thinking about speed walking and Don't. I wonder how you train for that. Like, do you just walk around a loop real fast? Well, there's a technique to it. So it's like a oh, one heel has to be on the ground at all times or something Basically, like that. So it really looks like you're, you got a Charlie horse and you're trying to shit at the same time. Yeah. It's a, it's a stilted type walk. Um, so I think you just I, I believe it or not I think they do run no they can't because that breaks your stride no I you think can't you just walk really fast <laughs> that's it think- that's my only thing with running like you like coaching I'm sure there's wonderful coaches out there who train but I'm always like this is my advice if I was a coach I'd be like right, guys listen listen big big race this is what you gotta do finish before they do <laughs> run fast like what else can you tell them like that's it it's I like mean, just just run fast so I've read, a, I've read a few books on it um during this year because i started to get really into it there are there are so many steps to it like you wouldn't think like because you have tempo runs you have yeah. fartlek runs you have Race pace runs and you have long runs that are slow, slow runs that are fast. There's so much. And then during a race, you know, usually like they're like, don't gas it. Like leave that for like the last couple miles. So like you got to cruise a little bit and be okay with people passing you because what happens is everyone's then super eager. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I feel like you and I should train for speed walking and then hold a speed walking event and do a podcast for it. That would be awkward. What do we talk about show prep on the show? I'm just kidding. That's, That's not even idea. show prep. It's just an idea for <laughs> us to, <laughs> to do an event. I think any video filming of us too would be fantastic. Yeah, just speed walking. Just we do a good montage. Good looking dudes. 
funny. We can wear a mesh. And we're wearing short shorts. Yeah. Oh. There's going to be mesh involved and very short shorts. Short shorts, mesh, headband. Definite headband. Definitely. All right, look, let's talk a little marriage parenting advice. So I'm getting into running now. I, I can take my dog on run. She'll wear I wear a belt thing that she loops on, and she'll jog alongside me, which is kind of nice. Thanks. The tires are out. Um, how's running changed and stayed the same? Like, changed or stayed the same since you've had, like, a kid and family? Like, let's go marriage before first child, then after first child, then after second child. So give me the phases. Marriage is a child. Do whatever you want, whenever you want, and it's awesome. <laughs> go for a two-hour run, maybe a three-hour run. Afterwards, go get a coffee. That's marriage with no kids. <laughs> Married with one kid. You're very tired. You haven't slept in a while. You kind of pick and choose here and there. You might run, you might not. But you still get your runs in. Kid gets older. You get more freedom. You get back to training. Then, bam, you have a baby. And then all of a sudden, it goes right down the crapper. And you get fat. You get out of shape. You gain all the weight back. And then you buy a $3,000 treadmill because you need to get to run in whenever you can. And I'm staring at the treadmill right now. <laughs> That's the evolution of my running. But I will say, since, since the boy has gotten older... Uh, he's, he sleeps more now. He sleeps in the night. I'm more sane. I'm not as insane. I'm, I'm clearly insane, but I'm less, I'm more sane than I'm usually am, uh, because I'm sleeping through the night and I'm exercising more. But I will say this, you, you pick and choose. So like, I'm still very busy with running like the both kids and living life and the whole thing. And, and the time to exercise does get compromised. Like I, there, I could go three, four days of exercise. Like I have I did like 120 pushups today. That's what I just do at the day. Do it. That's my exercise because I haven't stopped till right now. It's what time is it? Seven something at night. I haven't stopped. I don't even need a chance to run or exercise. So you will be surprised about your lack of ability to get workouts, but your job involves doing workout stuff. So you should be okay. Uh, but it's limited, bro. It yeah. limits when you have kids. It really it gets limited by. I can see so that. I'm laughing. I'm listening to you and Jamie do your your podcast uh, from your other cast, and you talk. He has a kid for like 30 days, right, or something like that. Yeah. Kid's like a month old, and yeah. I'm like, oh, this guy. He's still in the honeymoon. He's still he's still <laughs> everything's great. We have a child, and everything's beautiful. When that lack of sleep is in like month three, he's. I want you to have him on again. <laughs> Well, I Just will. It's going. I will, but uh, no, I, I I know that time goes goes pretty much out the window, and you have to take what you get when yeah. you have a child. And um, everyone says, let me say this. Everyone says, no, no, no. I'm still going to exercise. I'm still going to do this. No. It's not. It, I said that. I said, but that, everyone's different. I'm in a. I'm into this. I'm. And it was. I didn't. I didn't get to do stuff, and I, I still don't. We should have Jamie on to talk about kids. That's going to be one of our casts. Yeah, you know, Very I think. Cool. I think little something is better than nothing. So if like you can do like three sets of ten push-ups, like that's great. You know, that's taken. Yeah, that's what I mean, and I think. I think slowly – I look, so we don't have a kid, but when we first got Lucy, Lovely. she couldn't – she couldn't be left alone. She couldn't do anything. She had to go out every like two out. Like it was just – so if I tried to work out, Good. like it would, it would just fall apart. So for about four or five months and when we first got her, it was kind of just like, mm, I'm going to take what I can get. 
mm, this is going to be 20 minutes. This is going to be 10 minutes. <laughs> that was just what it was. So I can imagine it's way worse with the child. Yeah, because think, you, you, Lucy's, you just does her thing now, right? Yeah, so now she does. She's like seven thing. years old in human years. She, she's, yeah. like, she's like a top, uh, like a yeah. person. Uh, yes, real person. Yeah, so my kid's 14 months and way more independent now than he was. And we hang out, but you, I have to watch him every moment. Is that, you know, when he's awake, there's no working out or doing something. And look, like right now my eight-year-old's upstairs just like watching Netflix. Like, <laughs> Netflix <laughs> is raising my child right now as a podcast. <laughs> Call CPS on me. Would uh, would your did your child follow? Like, could you work out and have your kid like right there? Like, would he follow along? The with baby? You? Yeah. No, like, he, put him in his rock and play and just. He's too big for that. First of all, he's uh, like a he's like a toddler now, so okay. he's is a baby. But he wouldn't and like he loves the treadmill, yeah. so I couldn't like stick him in here and like just run. He'd scream his head off and just go nuts because he wants but, to be on it. Yeah, he just wants to do stuff. And he, that's what he does because he doesn't talk yet. So that's how he communicates with us. He just does that a lot. <laughs> I can't wait till you have a child. No. I don't know. Because there are some, you know, there are some guys that like that I work with and stuff and I see them. When I when I do see them work out, you know they have their like two year old like following them around while they're doing stuff and like they're copying them. So I was I didn't know if your kid would do that. He is he is I'll tell you this, he's fourteen months. So you you don't really have a reference for that because you you didn't have kids yet. No. Um, he's actually making the transition to that following and and copying stage. Like he's literally started did that today a little bit. Like he'll do what you're doing or he sees something. He's watching the conductor, a baby conductor on TV play the music. <laughs> he started conducting and he's moving his arm. So he's l- just literally starting that like toddler stage where he's just more active and following you. So in the next few months, yes, if I'm doing push-ups, he'll do push-ups. Like if I do like a down dog, like he'll do down dog. So I'm not there yet, but it's getting close. And that's why I'm actually getting excited because he's getting into that cooler stage where you can, you can like rough house with him and, and tackle and like just mess around. And that's the good stuff. Yeah. That's what I'm good at. The beginning is like a nightmare for me. <laughs> it's a very dark, dark period of my life. We're going to move forward and be positive and, and, and just kind of pretend like that didn't happen. All right. All right. Well, look, this is a good episode all about running. If you have a family, if you don't have a family, if you have your hair, if you don't have hair, you know, just run. Just run. Just do it. Just Nike do it. Air. Nike sponsors for the show. Thank you. Jo- oh yeah, Nike. Uh, I don't really like their running shoes. No, I'm a Brooks guy. No offense, Nike, but I'm, I run in Brooks. Brooks are awesome. Yeah, I like Merrill. I'm still trying to find a good road shoe. Road. Try shoe. Brooks, man. It might be an old person shoe, but it's, my, my Brooks feet. are really good shoes. Yeah. Running. Yeah. All right. Look, yeah. we're probably boring the listeners right now. But look, you can find this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, please subscribe, you know, rate, leave a review. You know the whole shebang. shebang bang So this is a young guy signing out. Old guy, peace out. I just ran. <laughs> <laughs>